0: Showtime Sports presents Showtime Boxing with Eric Raskin and Kieran Mulvaney. Hello and welcome to Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. Money Punch Edition. I am Kira Mulvaney, and I am joined by my co-host Eric Raskin, the managing editor and media director of USBets.com, as well as the host of the Gamble On podcast. It's been a little while since we last did a Money Punch pod, exploring the boxing betting options in detail, but it's well worth bringing it back this week, not only because there's a Showtime pay-per-view on Saturday, but because, as we discussed on the Monday pod, it features four fights where you just don't know the winners going in. Um, Competitive fights usually translate to intriguing betting options, And I understand, Eric, that I may even be able to make these bets for my home state of Vermont for real soon.
1: Uh, Yeah, possibly. Uh, I'm not sure how deep into the weeds our boxing listeners want me to go with a sports betting legislation update, uh, but uh, it is currently legal in uh, more than 30 states. Online and mobile betting specifically are up and running in about half of all states. And Vermont is the lone New England holdout that hasn't legalized anything Uh, Massachusetts just launched uh, mobile betting two weeks ago, and uh, Maine has passed its legislation but hasn't launched yet. Uh, but those those were the last two prior to uh, Vermont that we're waiting on. But uh, good news for you and anyone else in Vermont who's interested in placing bets in a regulated environment with consumer protections, yada yada, not be forced to turn to a bookie or use an offshore operation just this week a bill made its way onto the house floor in vermont so the vermont house will be voting on the sports betting bill and then there's still the senate and the governor so a, a ways to go but uh progress so uh, start getting excited Mulvaney.
0: we have a legalized part and we're soon gonna have legalized gambling and i don't see how that combination can go wrong at all <laughs>
1: no it really can't they go hand in hand nothing bad ever came from being on substances and having gambling at your fingertips
0: <laughs> yeah all of which all of which just adds to the likelihood of my ending up with lots of pizza really one hopes. <laughs> and
1: being very hungry for that pizza
0: <laughs> precisely <laughs> but in the meantime we can still do dry runs and until then i can imagine my pizzas and keep my shirt um to yes. which end uh to which end let's talk about uh This main event, first of all, and our best bets Um, on the money line, straight bet to win the fight. uh, David Benavidez can be found as around a minus 300 favorite. Caleb Plant as a plus 240 underdog. Um, There were quite a few props that I thought were almost tempting, but not quite tempting enough. I don't know about you, but when I was looking at some of the odds, I felt that. The, uh, the odds makers were doing a pretty good job of with of, of this fight of threading the needle well in that regard of making things almost tempting enough, but, but not quite. Um, Caleb Plant, for example, is unlikely to win by stoppage. It isn't impossible, but plus 650 of him winning by KO, TKO, or DQ, that's not quite good enough for me, for example. Um, there are some pretty interesting odds for Benavides to win by decision which I don't think is at all outside the realms of possibility. Um, but, you know, there was one particular, like diving into uh, the possibility of a decision win. You know, I quite liked, I saw plus 2,800 for Benavides by majority decision. Hmm. You know what? I can see that. Um, as we discussed in our Monday podcast, there's a pretty decent chance that Plan takes an early lead on the cards and that he maintains that lead deep in the contest. We both picked Benavides to come back and stop him, but stop him late. I don't think it's at all impossible. The Benavides kind of catches him up on the cards, plant makes it to the end, but maybe there's just that one judge who doesn't quite see enough um, for Benavides to take it. And honestly, I saw that the majority decision was wider than a split decision. It's plus 1600, but I think it's a bit more likely uh, a majority than a split. So I think I might go for that, actually. Um, that would be my one. And and I do have a slightly out of left field runner up if you'd be interested yeah, in hearing go that. Ahead,
1: go ahead. Yeah.
0: Um DraftKings is offering plus ten thousand if you want to put money on either guy to win by DQ. And given the bad blood, the truly visceral hate, I don't think that's a horrid bet. I could actually yeah. see one of those guys just I don't know, just not quite, you know. Being uh, 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 sufficiently stringent and where they're throwing their punches, or maybe getting a little angry or throwing an elbow or something, I could see it. Although I suspect the more likely to lose his head is Benavides. So, uh, if you had to pick with one of them, I might put some money on Plant by DQ at plus ten thousand. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, you know, I hadn't even paused to to look at that one. Um, I, but that is a, such a high price for something that's not completely impossible. Um, I feel like if you're going to do it, you, you got to do it on both sides. You bet them each at a hundred right. to one because um, you're, sure. you're going to hate yourself if you uh, if you if you pick the wrong guy <laughs> and it ends up in a DQ the other way. The majority decision is is interesting. That is a pretty nice wide price. I've noticed that majority decision is pretty much always priced wider than split, I guess just because of the, 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 fact that you need a judge or two judges, but but you need at least one judge to have an exactly even scorecard, whereas split, you nice. can get there in a, any number of ways. Um, so I, I guess that's why, but yeah, I, I like those a couple of, a, a nice big long shots you found there. Um, yeah. The ones the ones that stood out most to me are are not quite such long shots. Um, I I found a bunch of different ways to bet this fight that I kind of like as as a guy who thinks Benavidez will probably win but isn't quite sure and and who thinks he'll most likely get the stoppage but isn't quite sure. I could see a bunch of different scenarios playing out, so there were there were a bunch of bets that kind of appealed to me. Um, I honestly, I have three different ways of betting this fight that I thought maybe have value. But I'll, I'll give you my best bet first. Um, I'm just gonna go along with my prediction on on the Monday pod and yours as well. Uh, I said Benavidez KO ten. You said KO eleven. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so. With a little wiggle room, uh, cover my 10, your 11, and a, a couple extra rounds. Benavidez by KO in rounds 9 through 12. It was uh, plus 260 at FanDuel when I first looked. And uh, then I looked again. We can uh, get that little bit extra. One more topping on our pizza. It's uh, plus 270 at last check. Um, I think it's pretty unlikely that he gets to plant in the first eight rounds. If he's going to stop yeah. him, he's almost certainly going to do it in the ninth or later. Um that said, uh, there's another bet I like a lot that is not quite in line with my prediction. Um, but uh, I, I think you mentioned it as as one that you paused and looked at. Benavidez by decision at plus four thirty. Yeah. There's some value there. Um, if, if you think there's a nineteen percent chance or better that the outcome is Benavidez on points, then then that would uh, qualify as a plus EV bet. Uh, and then and then there's this one that caught my eye. DraftKings has a thing it calls double chance uh, and and, yeah I, I hadn't seen this sort of bet exactly on boxing before but it's basically an either or bet and they have Benavidez by KO in round seven through 12 or by decision at minus 160. I would definitely bet that before i would bet benavidez outright at minus 300 mm. um you know you're risking 16 dollars to win 10 instead of 30 to win 10 and all that you're giving up is a ko in the first six rounds which okay he stopped uh washed lemieux in three and he stopped uh semi-washed jay leon love in two but against guys remotely close to plants level it's always been in the second half of the fight that he's gotten mm. to him so um I, I know I went with Benavidez KO nine through twelve at plus two seventy as my best bet, but uh, but the double chance option at minus one sixty is intriguing as like a safer cover more bases kind of bet.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I did mean to. I did see some of that, and I and I had not seen that before, and I did mean to ask you about the nature of that. So you're saying that's something you have never or very rarely seen in boxing, and I would I've you see it. I've never noticed it before. It
1: doesn't mean it hasn't been posted for some fights, but I've never seen that if it ends this way or that way, you win. It's, uh, mm. it's uh, yeah, I kind of like that as, as another option. And minus 160 seems a, a reasonable price for that. Mm. Mm. All right, uh, let's talk undercard and each make a best bet. Uh, and I'll do mine first. Uh, but first, let me just give the straight money line odds on each of the three fights. Uh, Jesus Ramos versus Joey Spencer. The best money line odds I'm seeing on either fighter are minus 230 on Ramos, plus 195 on Spencer. For Chris Colbert versus Jose Valenzuela, very tight odds. Colbert is minus 130. Valenzuela, Valenzuela is plus 115, nearly a pick And for Cody Crowley versus Abel Ramos, uh, this one surprised me. Crowley is as high as a minus 950 favorite. Mm. Uh, Ramos is up to plus five plus 575 as the underdog. And uh, yeah, that last one there, that, that's just too much value to resist. Uh, Abel Ramos, I don't expect him to win the fight, but he's a live underdog. He, mm. He's bumped off a few good fighters in his time, and Crowley is far from unbeatable. This isn't Boots Ennis he's taking on. It's, it's Cody Crowley. I thought Ramos would be like plus 250, plus 300. Mm. But uh, plus 575, man, I I don't get that. I think Ramos is better than that. Yeah, he may be starting to fade. But, you know, this is a guy who lost to Dennis Ugas by split decision just two and a half years ago. He's priced almost like he's a no-hoper here. Um, So, again, this is a bet that I would make expecting to probably lose. But if it wins once every six times you make it, you're coming out ahead. So Abel Ramos plus 575, that's uh, my best bet on the undercard.
0: Yeah, and I didn't find really much very tempting uh, uh, in terms of the undercard. Or, or Yeah, the, the books agree with us on who is the favorite and who's the dog in each matchup. But right. um, they also agree with us on two of those three, that the underdogs are live dogs. Um, right. As you mentioned, though, that one perhaps ex- uh, surprising exception is, is, is Crowley Ramos. And so if I were to be tempted by anything on the undercard, it might be to go one step further than you and pick a method of win for ramos um i saw that FanDuel is offering plus 1000 for either a decision or a stoppage and i thought what's going to be most likely i thought you know what i'll bet if if ramos is going to win you know anyone can get cut right anyone Mm -hmm. can get cut from a punt anything like that i could see that ramos may be doing that with crowley and so as i seem to be going for the uh a long shot kind yeah. of sticks here on this one what the hell i'll stick with that put some money down on plus 1000 on ramos to win via tko in that fight
1: okay yeah uh, yeah you're uh you're definitely drawn to the the long shots on this card which is it's it's good in a way it's uh you know you you would end up risking relatively little pizza with the chance right. of of winning a lot of pizza but if if it all goes horribly wrong and you win nothing typically you won't have lost much
0: and again, there's legal pot. One night the other, I'll end up... With- it's just a question of whether I pay for it or not. Right. There you go. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this special Money Punch edition of the podcast. Uh, Benavidez plan. As a reminder, we'll air on Showtime pay-per-view on Saturday night, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And please do beforehand acquaint yourself with all access, which is available on Showtime's streaming and digital platforms. We'll be back with our regular weekly part on Monday to recap the card, complete with special guests. And, of course, we'll also bring you the news, the fight game, and the top five challenge. Until then, thank you very much indeed for listening. Be safe, be kind, and be well.